Hi, I'm Stephen and I'm starting a new journey to find out if I can make my fortune on the internet. Along the way, I'll be sharing all the things that work and all the things that don't. Join me as I self-solve my way to financial freedom. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast, thanks for joining again, brilliant, or maybe for the first time, maybe it's not again, maybe this is your first time, so if that's the case, welcome, welcome, and hopefully you're going to tune in and uh, listen to, obviously there's a backlog of uh, podcasts, by all means, go and have a listen, I would be delighted if you would do that, uh, but anyway, welcome, welcome. So, uh, yeah, my name's Stephen, and... I think we're on podcast 22, something like that. So, yeah, I've got a few now under the belt and uh, I'm not stopping anytime soon. So today, I want to talk to you, I want to tell you a story actually. I was listening to something recently um, and it was about being an entrepreneur, becoming an entrepreneur and how that's actually a calling. You know, it's not really something that you tend to choose, it's something uh, you're drawn towards. You know, it's, it's kind of in you. And certainly, I think with the environment that I was raised, I was raised in an entrepreneurial family. So it was always in there, you know. But then some of my siblings um, have not been that way inclined. You know, uh, you know, many of them have had their own businesses. But uh, some of them didn't. So it's, it's not typical, or, you know, just because you, you, you grew up in a, an entrepreneurial family that, that you're going to get that calling. So anyway, the point is, it's something that sort of reaches out to you. Um, and I believe that, and and also, it's um, you know sometimes we can we can get a wee bit of a, ahead of ourselves and start to believe that we're some kind of genius. You know, if, if we create something, we come up with a business idea, we build something that's quite cool, it's doing well, and you start to think, I am just amazing, especially if the money starts rolling in, and that's a mistake. Because I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to go a wee bit out there today, right? We're going to go out into the universe, I'll warn you. Now, I'm not asking you to believe this. Um, I'm not even going to tell you particularly if I believe this, but I'm going to share it with you anyway. Actually, I do believe this, to an extent at least. Um, now, uh, that if you get an idea, maybe that idea didn't come from you. Does that make sense? Now, I think about, uh, you know, I love the Beatles. I, I, I play guitar. Um, I'm, start, I'm starting to get quite... I've always dabbled on the piano, but I've started to take it a bit more serious recently, of late, and I'm um, getting quite quite proficient on the piano, and it's Beatles songs that I'm playing on there as well. That tends to be the songs that I will play more often than not. My, my kids just know the... Beatles, you know, certain Beatles songs inside out and back to front. <laughs> They've been listening to these things since they were baby, uh, you know, baby. But anyway, so Paul McCartney, uh, I think there was two songs. One was Let It Be and one was perhaps Yesterday, I'm not sure, but certainly Let It Be. Uh, Paul McCartney was, he was having a dream 
and it, his mum, who had died when he was young, came to him in a dream. This is long after her death. Um, came to her in a dream, and, it, and he, he'd been worried about some things, and she just said to him, "It's fine. Just just let it be," which was something that she used to say. Um, I think her name may have been Mary as well. But anyway, the point is, the details aren't really that important, but the point is that it was it was an inspired thing. You know, he, he didn't sit down and think, I need to come up with a song. He woke up with it. Um, he had the song in his head and, and he wrote it just, you know, based on that. And, and I think yesterday as well, I'm, I might be getting these two confused, but I think the song yesterday... He actually woke up with that and he was asking people, guys, have you heard this song? And he's playing the song and he's asking around, has anybody, I'm sure I've heard this somewhere, but in fact, he hadn't heard it somewhere. But again, it had just come to him from somewhere. The muse, the divine inspiration, you know, the bolt of lightning. And there's been so many cases of that. In fact, there's a great story, um, Ramanujan or Ramanujan, I'm not really sure how you would pronounce his name, but he was a mathematician and um, he lived in India, and he didn't have he didn't have access to to a lot of textbooks, or even writing paper or anything like that. But from what he had, he was able to extrapolate massive theories, amazing theories, uh, mathematical theories, and uh, he ended up getting a letter through to someone in Oxford or Cambridge. I think it was Cambridge rather, and um, was brought over to England. And it, quite a tragic story, but he was a genius. Um, like Einstein, like many others, but he said that the the formulas that he were he was coming up with weren't coming from him. They were placed on his tongue, is how he described it, by his god. I, I can't remember the name of his god, but he, he was Hindu, uh, Hindi Hindu. So uh, the, obviously there's several gods in that religion. So I don't know which one it was. I think it was a female god. That's all I know. But um, yeah. I mean, it was coming to him, and it's you know, in this divine inspiration. And it's funny because lots of ideas. I like to keep a pad and a pen next to my bed because lots of ideas come when you're in that what they call a hypnagogic state. You know, when you're somewhere between sleep and awake. Um, th that's when your mind is most open to these other frequencies. <laughs> I did say I was going to get a bit out there, but let me share this with you. Something I read in a book now. I'm terrible at sourcing things here, but it was either the book Think and Grow Rich or, I'm just going to look at my bookshelf, give me a sec, The Laws of Success. Now, they were both written by Napoleon Hill. It was in one of those two. I think it was the latter. I think it was The, the Laws of Success, which I think it was the precursor to Think and Grow Rich, which is a famous book in entrepreneurial circles. But I think The Law of Success was the precursor, perhaps. Uh, much bigger, thicker, tougher read actually but in there was a fascinating uh something's flashing here i hope that's not going to cut out we will carry on regardless something something's flashing on my screen don't know why now um so there was, there was a passage in there right uh, and it's uh so i'll tell you the story so let's say you're in a room and you are completely isolated you're deprived of sound and light you can't see anything it's pitch black and you can't hear a thing and and there's nothing in the room except you and a bar an iron bar okay so let's say the bar is a couple of feet away from you and you're in this room you're standing still then 
How would you know there's an iron bar in that room? You wouldn't have any awareness of it because you know, you're not picking it up with touch or sight or anything. So you're not aware of it. But everything that we can perceive comes through a frequency, you know, obviously light frequency, light refracting into your eyes, sound frequencies in your ears, etc., etc. Um, so if if you put a vibration through that bar, then you may pick up, uh, you know, a, a frequency from that. It might be a low frequency. It might might even be inaudible, but it can tend to make the hair stand up in the back of your neck. You know, certain parts of your body can pick up these low frequencies. So, so if it's vibrating, but if you increase the frequency, it will actually become audible, and you'll start to hear like a you know, a, a burring sound, like a vibration sound, uh, and it may be low pitch, but if you increase just, all we're going to do here is just keep increasing the frequency of the vibration, the rate of the vibration, so we, we increase that, then the pitch of the sound that you're hearing will increase, and it will get higher and higher, uh oh, we've got some background noise, I'm going to close my door here, that's the family arriving home, uh, I'll see them in a sec, but, yeah, so it becomes a high pitch sound. Now, what happens as the pitch continues to rise? Well, it becomes inaudible. We can't hear it. That doesn't mean there's no sound, though, because dogs can pick it up. You know, they can pick up higher frequencies than us, so it might be something that would torture a dog, but to us, it's gone. So we're no longer aware of the bar. Um, but if we increase just the, 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 the frequency of the vibration... What happens next is the bar starts to warm up, starts to generate heat, and if you keep it going, it will become very, very hot. So obviously your, your senses will pick that up in terms of your, um, you know, you, you feel the heat on your skin, but then the bar will start to glow. It will actually start to glow and produce light the hotter it gets, and this is just by increasing the vibration, remember? Now, um... I'm going somewhere with this. Stay with me, right? Okay, so it starts to glow, probably an orange glow. But then if you keep increasing the frequency, it'll become a brighter orange and then it'll start to, as it gets hotter and hotter, it will actually start to become white hot and it'll start to produce a white light. But then as you increase the frequency further, it actually goes even higher and it starts to produce ultraviolet light. And our eyes don't pick that up. So that's, you know, your black light. So we, again, we lose the perception of the bar. Okay, so, and that's just by increasing the vibration. But you see, if you increase the, the, the frequency even further, you start to go into frequencies above the frequency of ultraviolet light. And there's a whole range of frequencies up there that we can't perceive. We don't have the senses, we don't have the faculties to pick that up or to pick those those vibrations up. Or do we? Or do we? That's the question. Now, in the book by Napoleon Hill, The Laws of Success, it was Alexander Graham Bell who proposed this theory of the iron bar. And he said that above, obviously that's the inventor of the telephone, great Scotsman like myself, um, but he said that above the you know the, the ultraviolet threshold 
he felt that somewhere in the range above that is where thought energy exists thought thought frequencies thought vibrations yeah and it and it's what it sounds like it's yeah we can pick up people's thoughts isn't that fascinating it's science you know so our brains um can do a lot more than we realize you can you can you can be inspired you can get an idea out of nowhere you know have you ever i don't know i used to live in a in a, a flat an apartment um, and it was up one story on a busy street so you were just up above sort of street level where most people don't cast their eyes you know when people are walking down a street and there were it, there was it was a busy street there were shops and things underneath where i lived so people tend to look um at cars passing by other people walking they'll look in the shop windows but they didn't tend to cast their eyes up that one story and look at look at the my flat right but quite often i would stand at that window you know with your coffee and things in the morning whatever you'd look out the window and more times than i can remember i would look out and you maybe someone would catch your eye i'm quite a people watcher i like to watch i find people very interesting just to i do tend to stare i'm sorry to say but you know and it's not just someone i'm attracted to you know physically it, it could be um someone i'm attracted to i just think they look interesting so i tend to have a wee stare yeah that's it you know for want of a better word but have you ever had that experience where you, you're looking and they've got no reason to look back at you but you know they turn around they look over the shoulder and look straight into your eye from 500 yards away randomly and it freaks you out have you ever had that experience i think most of us have if you've been looking at someone from a distance and they've got no right to look at you but they turn around and look you straight in the eye they don't even know why they did it in fact I uh, was watching a documentary once um, and it was to do with special forces, the SAS and things. And, and even the SAS, if they're going to sneak up on someone, let's say they've got to, you know, take a guard out quietly, you know, someone guarding an area and they've got to remove that guard quietly and they're going to sneak up behind the guard. The SAS will not look at the back of the person's head as they're approaching them because that makes them more likely to turn around. <laughs> they look at the ground that's one of their techniques they actually look at the ground when they're approaching the target because if they look at the back of the person's head they're much more likely to turn around isn't that fascinating so there's vibes there there's definitely something um and if you're open to i mean that's why people meditate and and do these things because you can open your mind up and you can actually induce that hypnagogic state that you find halfway halfway between sleep and awake where your mind's much more susceptible to, to these things. But, you know, a lot of people don't believe in it. They think it's hocus-pocus. But actually, I just think it's just something that we haven't really explored. about. Our, well, not many of us have. It's not mainstream. But, yeah, I do believe it. I do believe there is such a thing as inspiration. And, and I think in order to be a genius, it's not about knowing things, but it's about being able to tune in to inspiration. You know, even Michelangelo said that when he carved the David, you know, um, the statue of David, that he, he didn't he didn't create it. He just, it, David was always in there in that block of marble. He just chipped away the rough edges. You know, absolutely incredible. And when it seems to be artists, particularly who, who would identify with that divine inspiration. But then people like Einstein, for example, you know, 
who took physics to an art form, really. Um, he was in the the realms of artistic expression with his. He was so, you know, he was so on his game. Um, and again, you know, Einstein attributes his success to divine inspiration as well. So, yeah, I mean, that was a wee bit out there. But the, I suppose the, the sentiment is don't drink your own Kool-Aid, as the Americans would say. You know, don't, don't believe your own hype. Don't start getting ahead of yourself. If you're getting great ideas and coming up with great things, be grateful for that. You know, don't be... Accept it, appreciate it. And it's a fleeting thing. I think it's a fleeting thing if you don't appreciate it. If you start to believe that you are the be-all and end-all, that you're creating all this stuff all on your own, personally, I think that's naive. But even if I'm wrong, it's still it's still quite a good ethos because it's better to be humble. Nobody likes a braggart. Is that the right word? Nobody likes a bragger. Okay? Um, so if you're having success, be graceful with it. Keep your humility. Keep your feet on the ground. Don't ever put yourself above people. And uh, and if you do that, well, I believe that it, that creativity, that you know, that genius, that's in all of us, by the way. I think it's in all of us. We've all got it. If we know how to tap into those other frequencies above the ultraviolet light. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was from the deep, dark recesses, uh, recesses of my mind. Uh, I hope you found it interesting. I hope it didn't put you off listening to the webinar ever again, because I think some people do find that a wee bit, that kind of conversation just a wee bit out there, but I like to talk about these things, and I think it's very interesting, and I think we've got so much to learn as, you know, the human race. There's so much we don't know. Um, so it's best to keep your mind open, I think. But anyway, guys, um, I'll leave you with that. Uh, take care. Hope you have a great day tomorrow, productive. Um, spend a lovely evening with the family. Whatever you're going to do, all the best with it. And I'll speak to you again soon. And until then, take it easy. Speak to you soon, guys. <laughs>